Entrepreneur on Fire 936. It's really scary, but the payoff is so worthwhile. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite. Save yourself time, money, and energy by holding your next meeting online with Citrix GoToMeeting. Try it free for 30 days, nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Try ZipRecruiter and get your perfect candidate before someone else sweeps them off their feet. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Michelle Ward. Michelle, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, yes. obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't Michelle wait. is the When I Grow Up coach. She helps creative women get out of their soul-sucking, energy-draining jobs and into work that feels like play. Michelle, say what's up to Fire Nation and share what's going on in your world right now. Oh, what's up, Fire Nation? I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> um, what's going on in my world? You know, my big thing is that it is my fifth entrepreneur anniversary, as I like to call it. Oh, congrats. Uh, thank you very much. Coming up real soon, uh, March 19th, and I am uh, celebrating by debuting a podcast. So that is Boom. huge, right? So exciting. And uh, it's called Grown Up Gigs. And I also just launched a program called It's Business Time with a former client who's turned into a very dear friend of mine. And it helps creative women uh, discover their dream business and brand it. And uh, in six months, they leave with an offering and a mission statement and an actual logo and a website. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic offer. So, so all of that's been happening in my world and it's been great. Killer. Well, I love your branding, Michelle. Way to stick to it. I love the fact that you're dipping a toe. Let's be honest. You're diving into the <laughs> podcasting world. You're not going to mess around. And no way. <laughs> I know you get all the support and guidance that you need for sure. And what I want to do now, Michelle, before we dive into your journey, I mean, your five-year entrepreneurial anniversary, I mean, that's really impressive for a lot of reasons, which we can get into. But first is the one-minute mindset, which I'm going to ask five insights into your mind, girl. Five questions. Take about a minute-ish each to answer these. The first one being, ideally, what do the first 80 minutes of your day look like? (laughs) Uh... I, uh, on days that I run, I, I wake up and get into my running clothes and have a banana and have some water and I go for a run and I'm a very slow runner. So by the time I come back, I have my smoothie and my coffee and that's about my 80 minutes. It's 9 not, p.m. and I'm like ready to go to bed. No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It takes all damn day. Um, on non-running days, I wake up, I have a 10-month-old beautiful daughter Aww. and my husband and I both work from home. He's a freelancer as well. Um, so we get to, you know, take her out of her crib and get her changed and uh, give her her bottle and set her down to play while we make some smoothies. And I am a Judge Judy fan, a huge one. And I DVR Judge Judy and I watch it every morning and my daughter watches it too and my husband. And we watch Judge Judy and have our coffee and our smoothies and watch some Sesame Street. And usually uh, my husband works in the mornings. And so 
I watch the baby and make sure she's all good until it's time for her nap. And that's that's a good 80 minutes right there. And Michelle, Fire Nation is in Brooklyn, so get used to the police sirens. They will be a whirling. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Oh, I want to do all the things all the time, John. Like, Wait, if, we're not if, supposed to do that? You know, I think <laughs> that when we do that, um, I was reminded of the quote recently that you could do anything, you just can't do everything. Um, so I think when you are such an extrovert as I, I'm like super, super extrovert. Uh, and I want to say yes to all the things and I want to work with all the people. Uh, it gets to the point where, you know, I get too overloaded and fried and then I have to backpedal and say, oh no, I can't do that thing. And I have to wait on this thing. And that's definitely my biggest weakness. Fire Nation, especially when we're starting off, go one inch wide and one mile deep. Get in there, laser focus like a champion. And Michelle, what's your biggest strength? Oh, I think my biggest strength is my annoyingly, overly optimistic um, and energetic nature. Uh, I think, you know, I connect with the people that resonate with that. And I know <laughs> that my superpower from what I hear from from my clients and, and anyone that has kind of come in contact with my, my site and given me any sort of feedback is that uh, they come to me and read something I've written or have a session with me and they go, oh, oh my God, I could do this. Like I could actually do it. And they have newfound energy that they don't, haven't felt before in regards to making their dream careers come true. And so I think that it's definitely my biggest strength. Well, I can tell you, I love when somebody comes on EO Fire and matches my energy. And Michelle, <laughs> you are there, girl. I'm giving you a virtual high five. All Thanks right, for, I'm taking it. <laughs> Thanks for being awesome. <laughs> So, Michelle, you have a lot of good habits, but what's a habit that you wish you had? Oh, um, I wish I had the habit to turn things off yeah. <laughs> and walk away a lot easier than I do. You know, I'm definitely one of those people uh, that I find myself still at the computer at 10 o'clock at night and, man, shutting down Facebook. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could just like delete that app from my phone. You are yeah. on Instagram right now. Don't lie. <laughs> I totally am. I totally, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling through Hootsuite. I have Instagram and Hootsuite and Pinterest and Facebook and LinkedIn. And, you know, I just worked with a branding person and he's like, you don't need to be on all these sites. It gets a little confusing. For, oh, I don't. I don't need to be on all the sites. So I wish, I guess it's connected to my greatest weakness. Like I wish the habit of just not feeling the need and the want to be everywhere and do everything and, <laughs> and unplug a bit um, was more inherent to me. So, Michelle, I know what I'm most fired up about that you have going on right now, but this is your interview, so share with Fire Nation the one thing that has you most fired up. Uh, I, you know, I think it's my rebrand, just like celebrating my fifth entrepreneurversary. I, I looked at it and said, I'm, I'm going to actually like do things right <laughs> and do things in a serious business lady. Um, I like to call it being a woman of the world, full-time entrepreneur sort of way. Because every time I've redone my website or I've redone my logo, um, I just kind of talk to my designer and kind of fall back on my own energy and personality and the clients that I want to work with. And I give her like very, I feel like rough and unspecific things to work with. And she delivers every time because she's magic. 
Um, but now in working with a branding consultant and really being able to say, oh, I have a strategic statement for my business. Oh, I have like a, you know, visual um, piece that I'm seeing, uh, you know, what my ideal client looks like and her motivating factors and that like just that in general gets me fired up then to go work with the one-on-one clients that I work with and launch the program that I just launched and, and get the podcast up and going. Uh, so I don't know, it's all like equal and exciting, (laughs) but so it feels so monumental to, uh, to be working on, on a rebrand and giving myself like a real life branding consultant to help me with all of that. Yeah, I was zeroing in on the podcast. I'm not going to lie, but you know, I'm prejudiced <laughs> and I just love the fact that your energy, you know, your optimism, your voice is going to be unleashed upon the podcasting world. So Yay. awesome stuff. Thank you. Michelle, we're going to, we're going to take a little turn here. It's not, gonna, it's not a turn for the worst, <laughs> but it is your worst entrepreneurial moments. I want you to take us there. You've had five years. You've had ups. You've had downs. What's your worst entrepreneurial moment, Michelle? Tell us that story. One that pops into my head first, and you know, I'm sure you have it too. We all, all of us entrepreneurs have it. There's a lot of competing moments when you've been in business, you know, working on your own for five years. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't go right. Um, but the thing that pops into my head is the launch of a community membership site that I did back in. January of 2012. Um, and I worked on this community site and, you know, just like a lot of online businesses, I was thinking about how can I grow my reach? How can I work with, um, uh, the, I don't want to say the most amount of people, but more people, how could I serve more people than the, per- than the people that I work with one-on-one and, and charge a lot of money to, uh, and, and how could things kind of be more passive? And I was like, Oh, let's launch this community site where, um, you know, it'll be a private Facebook group, but it'll be a um, group coaching call once a month and it'll be access to every worksheet I ever created. And it would be, you know, all these different things. And I spent months putting it together and I got such great feedback about it along the way. And when I went to launch it, I got three signups, <laughs> three signups. And I wrote, I ended up writing a post about it the next week. Um, and I think the post was called like, yep three signups or, you know, and then in parentheses or what went wrong <laughs> with the launch of my clubhouse and what I'm doing to fix it. Uh, and, and having that, those expectations that like, here's going to be something that's going to give me, you know, $5,000 every month recurring pass, you know, passively quote unquote. Uh, and then to just ha- have it be met with three signups, um, was really frustrating and upsetting and sad and it's hard not to take things like that personally. Um, but what I ended up doing was I, I didn't think that the offer was, was bad. Um, I knew that there were things that I needed to tweak and change. Um, there were things in the sales page I think that were confusing. I went from having three different tiers of membership to having one, one membership so as to not confuse uh, the, the person looking to become a member. Um, I realized I didn't reach out to my people like I usually do to tell them to, to share the news about my clubhouse and, oh, maybe I need to go back and do that. Maybe I need to go buy those ads that I used to buy. I was kind of resting on my laurels a bit much. So I was able to go back, uh, I like to say, with my Nancy Drew hat on and really say, 
you know, what was it that didn't work? Um, and I tweaked things and I was very honest and transparent about the fact that it did not work yeah. and here's what's changing and why. Um, and it ended up being an offering that, you know, while it was never my most popular offering, it's one that I ran for almost two years. It's one that um, I know was a great value and resource to the people who signed up. And uh, it was also, I think, a good move that I ended up shutting it down just a few months ago, realizing that I could serve these people in a private Facebook group that I created for free. Um, and so let's do that and let's roll them into that group and not charge them anything and be able to still support them and reach them in the way that I wanted to. And that felt really good. Um, so I just, uh, you know, I'm such a hippy dippy life coach for me. It's all about the, the, the life lessons and the pivot and, uh, and you know, the, the end result of everything. And uh, it was still such a worthwhile thing for me to explore and fall on my face and pick myself back up and, and make work in the way that it worked for me until it really didn't anymore. There's a lot of life lessons in here that I really want to kind of pull out. I mean, number one is we evolve, Fire Nation. We evolve as entrepreneurs. You know, what's working right now may not work or we may want to have a different look in the future and that's okay. And, and that's what Michelle has recently done and and that's cool. Another thing is, you know, resting on your laurels is something that we all do. We get into our comfort zone, that little bubble and we say, okay, I'm here, I'm in the comfort zone. This is where I'm gonna stay. And until that gets popped, you know, sometimes we don't stretch out to get to where all the magic happens. And I will say, Michelle, when, you know, you were sharing that and you said that you were getting all the support along the way and then you launched it to just three sales, I thought that you were going to title that post that you wrote the next week. You lied to me. <laughs> you told me that you were interested and you told me it was great and you didn't join. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? But uh, you took the higher road. You analyzed. You Nancy drew it. I love that. And, uh -huh. and you figured it out. So a lot of life lessons in Michelle. And let's kind of keep this moment, momentum going right now yeah. with another story. But this one's an epiphany, uh, an aha moment that you had at some point in your journey. I mean, you've had a lot, but you know Fire Nation. I mean, what's one that we're going to resonate with? Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. When I first decided that I was going to become a life, certified life coach of all things, and this was back in 2007 when we still had much more you know, hippy dippy, let's read your crystals sort of stereotype than, than I think thankfully we do now. Well, let me step uh, in for one second. So you said yeah. hippy dippy twice. I'm not familiar yeah. with that term. What, is, what oh, does that mean? Oh, like, like, like granola, like crunchy granola, oh, okay, cool. but you know, that, that sort of person, hippy, hippy person. Got it. Um, hippy dippy. I'm, I'm writing that down. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you stopped me because I do use that a lot. <laughs> Uh, when I decided, you know, this is what I was going to do, and and I, the first thing I did was was get my certification. Um, and while I was getting my certification, because that took me almost two years, I set up my website to be the When I Grow Up Coach, and it is nothing like what you see now. It was super basic, and I only sent the link at the time. You know, it, it just debuted to my close you know, friends and my family members who knew that I was doing this. And I basically said to them, if you're curious as to what life coaching is and what I'm doing, here's my website. 
um, you know, would love for the whatever. Uh, and I got a call from my dad who, um, has been very supportive my whole life of all my crazy dreams. I, I went to NYU for musical theater. So I chased the, the musical theater acting bug for a, a, a long time. Um, and he was always very supportive of that, even though I didn't come from that type of family at all. And he called me and he said, Oh, I, I got a chance to see your site. I said, Oh, great. You know, what'd you think? And he said, well, I don't think that it's very professional and I wouldn't hire you. Hmm. So I kind of smile because I'm I, at this point, even just early on in this, I was, I was confident with what I had put out into the world and having it resonate with the types of people that I wanted it to resonate with. And I said to, and I said to him, oh, well, why do you say that? He said, well, your tone of voice is very casual and you make too many references to being Jewish. And I think, which he is also, and I think that, I think I mentioned like I'm a nice Jewish girl from Long Island and then later on I said oy vey somewhere. Uh, and so <laughs> I, I kind of, I, I laughed and I said to him, dad, you know, I appreciate you looking out for me, but I'm not looking to work with 60-year-old businessmen. And I really feel very strongly that, you know, if my acting career taught me anything, it was that I need to put my authentic self out there and I, I'm not the person who's having stock photos of people in business suits and I'm not having very dry copy. I want to bring in my personality, my energy, my sense of humor, and I think this will resonate. And he gave me one of those dad types of grumbles of like, well, do what you want, but you know, I'm, I know best and blah, blah, blah. Um, and just a few months later, I was, I was still at my day job. I was doing this work on the side. Um, I got a call from a reporter at Newsweek who was doing a feature on life coaching, a video feature on life coaching, and wanted to come and interview me. So I had to give in, I had a call in sick the next day at work, and I had this reporter come into my apartment and interview me about life coaching, and I had to call in a client. We had like a mock session that he could tape, and uh, when it debuted, it was pretty much a video segment all about me. Uh, and my dad saw it and he said to me, you know how I told you before about your site and this and that? Yeah, obviously I don't know what I'm talking about. Just keep doing, <laughs> just, just keep doing what you're doing. And I think you'll be fine. And I think that even though I had the confidence to kind of, I don't know, stand up to my dad, uh, and tell him that I wasn't going to make these changes that he wanted me to make, I think having Newsweek be that affirmation and then having him apologize, which he rarely does, uh, and say that he was wrong, which rarely happens. Like that was very affirming to me that, Oh, okay. There's something here that's resonating and I can make it work. I love this story. I I know that (laughs) I resonate with it incredibly well, like incredibly well, so much so that like I was so proud of the first few interviews that I did with Entrepreneur on Fire, even though I knew I was inexperienced and I knew that I was like struggling and robotic in a lot of ways, but I was still, <laughs> I had done them and I was proud of them and I sent them to my father for a little listen and the email he sent back was the opposite of, mm. of positive. It was not mm. praising in any way, shape and form. And it hurt, like it cut yeah. for sure. And, you know, I know that I sent him an email back and then I'll never forget, like he sent me an email back, which to this day I still have not read because I was just like, mm-hmm. that's, that's not an email. I'm such a fragile little flower right now. <laughs> right. You know, this is, you know, this is 930 episodes ago. You know, I was such a fragile little flower that I knew that whatever was in that second email 
that literally had the power to potentially crush what yeah. I was looking to do. I mean, and, and as entrepreneurs, we need to know this fire nation that, you know, we are fragile. It's just, it's when you're, when we're starting, like it's part of the journey. And that's why it's so incredibly important to surround yourself, you know, with the five people that you want to be the average of. Like if Michelle just surrounded herself with five of her fathers, they would have crushed her. <laughs> but, you know, she was around other people who were like, no, hippy dippy this, hippy dippy that. Like, let's make this work. Uh-huh. And that's where it comes down to the avatar, knowing who you want to serve and who you want to be around. So a lot of great lessons there. And Michelle, what I really want you to do here is just in one sentence, let me challenge you. Uh-huh. Sum up for Fire Nation. What do you really want us to take away from this experience in your life? That you could make a grown up living doing what you love. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mission. That's 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 my mission as the one I grew up coach, and that's that's a message I want to spread everywhere. So I I, I hope that's what my that's what my new podcast is is all about. And, yeah. and that's always what I hope. Uh, you know, Fire Nation and and everyone that I come in contact with ends up taking away. I love it. Well, if you had had a mic in your hands, you could have just dropped it and walked away. Oh yeah, <laughs> legit like Kanye, man. Legit like Kanye. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so Michelle, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. I know, looking for the best candidates to hire for your business can be tough. It's time-consuming, and at times it can be frustrating too. But this search is so important because as a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire. And let's face it, posting your job in one place just isn't going to cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates. If you're looking for the best candidates to hire for your business, then look no further. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, I can post to 100-plus job sites with a single click. Just post once, and within 24 hours, your Candidates will be rolling into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Did I already mention that ZipRecruiter has been used by over 300,000 businesses? And better yet, that you can try it right now for free? Yes. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once more, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. One thing we all wish we had more of time. So what if I told you you could be saving time all the while be continuing to work efficiently and productively by meeting with your clients and coworkers online? Well then, it's settled. My recommendation is that you meet your clients and coworkers online with Citrix GoToMeeting because it's a smarter way to meet. You can connect with anyone from anywhere because GoToMeeting allows you to meet from any computer, tablet, or smartphone. No hassle necessary. Want face-to-face? They've got that too. Turn on your webcam and with HD quality, it's like being in the same room. You can even present and share screens to get feedback in real time because with GoToMeeting, everyone sees what you're seeing so your team is on the same page. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days, nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Michelle, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Oh, I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, Two things. One, money. Uh, Feeling like I would make enough to contribute to my part of the bills. Um, And two, mindset. Uh, having it drilled into me that that was the risky, unsafe option. (laughs) Those two things are the perfect storm to to keep you from being an entrepreneur. What is the best advice you've ever received? It goes back to putting yourself out there. 
Um, and I can't say that anyone specifically has said that to me. It's just all, all the things that I did wrong along the way and all the lessons that I learned. Um, it is about, uh, making sure you're tapping into who you authentically are, what it is you want for yourself and, and putting that out into the world. It's really scary, but the payoff is so worthwhile. What's a personal habit you do have that you believe contributes to your success? I'm hyper organized, <laughs> hyper organized, uh, project management, like to the hilt. And, um, a, a really natural self-starter. Uh, I was never someone that I, I, I was never worried, you know, to wake up in the morning as an entrepreneur and like sit in front of the TV, eating bonbons, watching general hospital <laughs> all day. Like that was never, never a fear of mine. Absolutely. And what's pretty interesting is that this is actually usually what people say on Entrepreneur on Fire is a habit they mm -hmm. wish they had was to be more organized. So yeah. definitely a good quality, Michelle. Yeah. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, my project management system, let's just keep going down this path, is teamwork.com. Uh, and while I wish it was a bit prettier. I'm definitely a, a creative and visual person. Um, it's not super pretty, but I've tried all the other project managers and this one gets the job done for me. So shout out to teamwork.com. I think it's a, it's a really great resource. So if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I want to give a plug to my book called An Effective Escape because it's all about how to build your own safety net so that you feel comfortable leaving your day job without fearing that you have to move in with your parents' base, move into your parents' basement. So like that, I feel like Fire Nation needs to know about. Um, and then the book that wasn't written by me is The Renaissance Soul by Margaret Lobenstein. If you are someone that resonates with being multi-passionate um, and feeling like you have a lot of different interests, the subtitle of the book used to be Life Designed for People with Too Many Passions to Pick Just One. If that resonates with you, then go get the book. I talk <laughs> about the book all the time. <laughs> well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Michelle... This next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world that's identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love what I do so much, and I think I'm... I'm I, I like how it's all grown. Uh, it took me almost three years to get my certification, build my business and be able to leave my job so I could do this full time. And I did that by uh, building a very basic website, starting to blog, getting on Twitter, making connections, talking to people. Um, I think I would do the same thing. I, I'd build the website all over again. Hopefully I, hopefully I could find a, a designer to help me um, and do it for 500 bucks and then start making new connections. Um, I'm really, I, I do this work selfishly because I'm a relationship builder. Mm. And so even though I would be so <laughs> devastated that all of my family and friends are dead, um, <laughs> it, it, it would be, it, it could, it would be um, an opportunity in a way to say, 
there are new people to, to meet and reach out to and that still need to hear this message and, and can do this work. And now I think more than ever, um, we need to be able to do the work that we enjoy doing and be able to live the lifestyle that we want to live for ourselves um, and not be stuck in, in a job that we classify as soul-sucking or abusive or yeah. <laughs> torturous in any way. So I would, I, I would take, I'd build my website um, and I would just get back out there. And Michelle, what I love is that you love what you're doing and you would follow in those footsteps. And just to clarify for Fire Nation reference, you know, people that you know aren't necessarily dead, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're just not alive. So, you know, it's just, okay. a, it's just okay. a brand new world. So <laughs> I bet they're just not here. It's like, okay, sci- it's sci-fi. It's like another dimension. Exactly. Sort of they're so, safe somewhere else. Okay. I like that. I like that better. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. Uh, so Michelle, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance. The best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. Um, my parting piece of guidance, you know, I, I think it's the very first thing that I tell people to do uh, in order to start figuring out what they want to be when they grow up, um, and that's to suspend disbelief. So allow yourself a day to stop asking yourself, how could I do that? How could I do that? How can I make this work? Will this ever work? And instead, just say, well, what would it be like if it worked? Mm. Uh, what, what, what would that be? be like? What would that consist of? How would that feel? Um, so suspend disbelief and you'll start getting in that mindset where you'll be able to find your what. And I've never worked with someone to find their what and haven't been able to find their how. Just ha- kind of have to trust that the how comes afterwards. Um, everyone can find me at whenigrowupcoach.com. Like I said earlier, I'm everywhere on social media land. And so all of my links to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest, whatever, is all there. So just go to whenigrowupcoach.com. You'll find everything that you need. And what was the last thing, John? That was it, girl. You knocked it it out of the park. And Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Michelle Hippy Dippy Ward and JLD. (laughs) So keep up the heat and head over to EO Fire. Dot com and just type in Michelle or Ward, W-A-R-D, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with resources, the books, everything that we've been talking about today. And Michelle, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.